kicking things off with a yawn. So, I'm tired, but welcome to the Debrief Podcast with me, Stevie, and me, Tessa. We're doing our best. We're doing our best. Life's hard, isn't it? It's hard. It's hard. I've had a cry in John Lewis today. I got sent home yesterday because I was crying in work. (laughs) (laughs) Not sent home. That makes me sound like I, it was literally like everyone's working out. I just go, eh! <laughs> it was like, get out. No, she found, she found me in the bathroom. Oh, and God. I lied, I lied, oh, and I said I, had, I said I had migraines. <laughs> um, it wasn't migraines, guys. I'm not going to talk about it. Oh, God. Um, so, right. Um, today's podcast, or should I say this week's podcast, it's self-promotion. Um, for example, I shouldn't have opened the podcast with an anecdote about me crying at work and a yawn. That's not, that's not really promoting myself. No, we, we've sold it badly so far, but we're going to get into it. Oh boy, are we going to oh get into boy, it? we're going to get into it. We just thought we'd be open and honest with you. And uh, it is January and it's still feeling... Oh, it's hard. Winter just feels a bit much. I don't understand why it's so hard, everybody. But, I mean, if you're feeling bouncy, then please tweet us. Uh, let's cheer ourselves up with um, adult things that we've done. What... Is the most adult thing you've done this week, Tessa? Please, give me some good shit. Yes, 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 yes. Here it comes. So, those of you following the Assertiveness podcast from the past, Assertiveness was so different from what I was imagining it was going to be. Mm. And a real discovery for me about how unassertive I actually am in Mm. my life. So, tonight, after we record this podcast, I am going to dinner with a friend. And I booked the restaurant. No! Yes! That's so great. I googled restaurants for maybe an hour and a half. Yes. And then I made a choice. Then they said, (laughs) flippantly was like, I actually have a real hankering... um, for, for something and I was like cool not what I'd booked no. and I was like no problems but I cancelled that they said what about something French then I was like uh-huh then I googled like best French restaurants mm. found somewhere booked that told them they were like oh that's quite pricey I was like right okay no no problem and then I picked another place that I almost said as a joke because I thought in my mind that person hated uh, that place and then they were like no great choice let's go there and oh, I was brilliant. Like, oh, f- God's sake. I had a place I thought You've was good. It. I've overthought this so badly. Mm. I should have been like, oh, that's cheap and casual and fun and great. Let's you, go there. But you're, you're now, this is great because now you're learning. So next time you'll say your first choice probably quite casually. And then yeah. if they then go, oh, no, no, then you start Googling around. But yeah. like, oh, because, because I went in hub with all the research and all the thing. Mm. They, God, literally was going to like the best French restaurant in the country. Right, <laughs> and like, yeah. And Hard. then they say, well, oh, no. getting a reservation. <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> yeah, I got us in. And then, you know, and actually they say, oh, no, this place that was your first idea all along. Yeah. And so that was my first journey into being assertive with the restaurant. That's really good. Thank you so much. Thank you. It made me quite hot. Yes. You look hot. I am. In both senses of the word. Thank you, baby. In one sense, one of, the sense of the word. One sense of the word. Temperature. I've looked at people who have lunch boxes and leftover food from dinner the night before. No. For so- I have done it now no. solidly, solidly since November. I've done it like three or four times when I may have got November wrong as well. It was whenever we mentioned it on the podcast. So I'm sure I'm sure you last all, week. I'm sure no, it wasn't. It was definitely a long time before Christmas, um, or weeks be- before Christmas, and. It really struck a chord with me. And then also I had to write a feature where I kept a diary of my outgoings. And it it was all on food. 
all of yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. And I became quite um, just like horrified at myself for having got to this age and still not been able to understand how it's even possible to have a packed lunch or bring food with you. And I've now kind of nailed it. Like I put it in the Tupperware before I eat it and the shame of going back in and eating it stops me. (laughs) It's like, don't eat your lunch. Oh my God. And I have saved, I mean, I'm still broke, but I have certainly saved enough money that it's it's noticeable. What was in your lunchbox today? Um, well, today I brought. Uh, I had. A, I've literally got the evidence. Yes, please. I had like a very. I thought it was very, very accusatory for me, literally, to be like. I know, Show so me. where is it? Um, t- well, actually, today is a really bad example because I made a smoothie with oats and like honey and like really substantial. Ate it at about or drank it at about twelve mm-hmm. on the way to do the podcast. Genuinely felt like I was going to faint and had to buy Leon. <laughs> right. Okay. Good. But, good stuff. But, but my Where's your my lunch? feelings was that was my lunch. A smoothie? I got up at midday, Tessa. Okay. <laughs> um, so, like, yeah, it was. and But now I've learned that's not okay. No. But normally when I'm in the office, what I do is I'll have, like, pasta or something the night before. Um, oh, my God. And I'll bring it in with me. And I haven't bought food at work for ages. And I feel really proud of myself. I'm allowed to buy food if I feel faint. That's the only thing. <laughs> <laughs> if I feel faint and angry, then I'm allowed to buy That's buy really food. fantastic. Yeah, I genuinely have never felt more smug about anything in my whole life, apart from when I quit smoking, but that was it. Yes, that is really, really impressive. Thank you. Well done you. You guys can do it too. Yes, I've still never done it. No. But I believe not. I can. Okay, good. Um, on the topic of self-promotion, I just want to sort of bob in. Absolutely. Have a quick Robert. Um, uh, certainly. And to say that I'm doing a comedy show in London on February 4th at 8.45pm at Vault Festival, which is a lovely festival, which I'd encourage you to go to anyway. Lots of different acts, lots of different things. And it's just me trying out what may become my Edinburgh show. I don't... It's very, like, uh, relaxed, but... I really would like an audience there who are nice. Um, and I imagine that everyone listening is nice. So if you fancied it um, and were free, I, I would love to. I would love you to come. And I will also be there probably quite drunk afterwards. So do come and say hi. You are being uh, so brave. Thank you. Uh, no, not for doing it. Okay. But I mean, I mean that's neither here nor there, but sure. for self-promoting. Yes. Because I can see how hot you are. Yes, I'm nuclear. Yes, but I think it's... I'm so... Well done you. Like, genuinely. And Yes, thank you. You're Um, welcome. Because it's such a huge thing to have to say. Yes, it's massive. Come along. Yes, do. Come along. She's doing a... She's doing her best. It's vaultfestival.com and then just search for my name or just go on any of my Twitter feeds and you'll be able to see it. Yes, if you find yourself in London. Okay. Back into self-promotion. This is one that a listener got in touch with us, Alexandra Haddo, who is also um, a stand-up comedian. And she has started, like, doing gigs and things like that. And she's just like, I don't know how to do self-promotion. Obviously, that's, that's a very specific um, starting point. But then that made made me think, I don't know how to do it either. Like, mm-hmm. your own social brand. Like, how do you push a brand? I think it's a uh, such a... Thin, thin edge, tight, ropey, double-edged sword, thin yeah, sword, thin, thin ice sword, thin icy sword, isn't it? It's such a difficult one to do, and not to bring gender into it, but I do think uh, it's a very, it's a female, more of a female crisis area. Yes, it and is. it is a. I'm sure it's absolutely universal, but there is something in that 
you know, small girls not being encouraged to speak up and be boastful and promote yeah, themselves. It's vulgar. It's vulgar and you sit quietly and, you know, that isn't instinctive in our, in how we raise children. No. Um, so also a, a British to... thing as well, because I don't know if so, anyone has ever oh, spoken absolutely. to an American person. You usually go like, what are you up to? And they're like, um, I just got promoted. So that's really cool. I'm actually in charge of like a whole team now. And my side hustle is like gaining so much traction. It's unbelievable. Yeah. We've got three awards for our, our work in like, and you're like, okay. And they're not even pretending. No. They, that's just how you talk about things. Yes. It, Whereas you asked how yeah, they were. And if you have to do business with an American ever and you make a sort of flippant joke about being like, oh no, that'll be shit or this is rubbish or, you know, they th- then, they say, then they say like, oh God, like, why would you say that yeah like, or like oh it's gonna be shit yeah like, like no i'm sort of doing myself down and yeah then, then your whole it's a bit like if, some, if we said to each other like oh john's a racist and you'd be like oh gosh is he and yeah. then you'd be like no no joking that's how we all communicate we'd be like what a weird joke why <laughs> would you say that and why would you joke about racism yeah whereas that to them is it's as vulgar to like you know put yourself down in that sort of self-deprecating like make yourself shit way yeah it makes you look psychologically unstable yes whereas it really in England, does. it's like oh you're psychologically unstable if you don't do that like yeah. people think that you're mad if sometimes i think it's you need to strike a balance. So I've got friends yes. or i n- not really friends, but like I know of people who, for example, will like send emails being like, just an update of all the things I'm doing. And it's just like a list of things that they've done that they're really like Ooh. amazed by. And I find that really difficult to get on board with. <laughs> yeah, um, Because it's like, I didn't ask for this and I don't uh, yeah. care for it. And on, I think on social media, which is probably what we'll be talking about for the majority of it, because that is how you self-promote people's different approaches to self-promotion on on um on social media is fascinating because you really can go too far but Mm -hmm. then you can also argue well why is that too far yeah absolutely it's such a difficult that's why my thin spicy sword it's such a difficult (laughs) it's such a difficult place to find exactly where the right ground is because somebody might receive that email with the list of like great things that have this month and might be like good on you great for you yeah, and we're, I'll, and we're I'll, like I'll work Bleh. with you in the future I was like die. I'm never going to work yeah, with you in so the future so some people have been like oh great this person's really got shit done like to return to the American thing particularly in like it's so much in us like in how in our like our comedy and how we relate to each other like so much in the sort of 70s and 80s loads of popular sitcoms like Porridge and Only Fools and Horses and like Steptoe and Son never got sold across the pond in the way that like everything else was being like sold to America like all the British shows and British writers being sold to America because the Americans were like what is this? Like, why would we make a show about two men in prison? Yeah, like, I see. why would we make it's a not aspirational? No, it's not aspirational. Like, why would we make a show about like two people who are poor? Like, why would we make this I show? I remember East when my parent, my parents used to live in America, and they said that the EastEnders thing. Yeah, no one over there understood. Like, but it's so grey. Yeah, exactly. Like, why would we? What, exactly. Like, they cannot comprehend how you wouldn't want to make a show about like you know, people succeeding in yeah. a glossy, successful fair way. Fair enough, in a way. In many ways, fair enough. And they I haven't got it right, great. and I don't think we've got it right no, either. No, I don't think anyone's Somewhere got it right. in the middle, between our two countries, in the middle of the Atlantic, oh, wow. is, the, is the golden... The golden island. The golden egg. The golden egg. It's <laughs> out there in the middle of the Atlantic. Self-promotion. The egg of self-promotion is in the middle of the Atlantic Ocean. That's what we're saying. Let's go find That's it. That's the takeaway. If you if get you in listen, the boat, we're going to go find it. Listen to nothing else. Get into the boat <laughs> and get the egg of self-promotion. Get it. Um, so I thought it'd be a good idea to speak to someone that I know who is very good at it. Great. So her name is Dolly Alderton. She has a book out um, called Everything I Know About Love. Um, Where's the book out? 
It's out in February. So is it'll it? be out next week. Oh, I wonder if it's out on Valentine's Day. Yeah, it's out before then. Oh, right, great. I have a massive girl crush on Dolly. She's amazing. I think she's in... She's just very likeable and very, very good at what she does. Um, and especially good on across social media. I got her to... I got... I forced her at gunpoint to send me a load of kind of things. And also just some, like, comment from your pal Stevie and Tessa. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just some, like, commentary. <laughs> Um, so yeah, shall I just like start? Absolutely, okay. crack on. I'll just assertively start. One of Dolly's top tips on how to promote is to use basically to use interesting imagery rather than just your face and words all the time on social media. So, for example, she's so she's got a lovely podcast um, with Pandora Sykes called The Hilo, and she will post like vintage photos of female DJs or basically things that are kind of relevant to the subject matter without being constantly a picture of Dolly and her co-host um, which they've got some lovely pictures but you yes. have to keep it so I noticed this and actually like about a few months ago on Twitter when I've been promoting our little podcast I started doing like pictures of funny dogs because <laughs> I was like <laughs> lovely stuff we can't look at me and Tessa holding up a picture of a board with the title of it anymore and we need to do a new photo shoot but the thought of it scares me so that's it's dogs for now um and I don't know whether it helps or not, but it just makes you feel like you're not just churning out the same stuff and people's eyes just don't slide over it because they engage yes. with the with the image. Also, on Twitter, if you put an image, uh, like an image on a tweet will just get sent further um, across your audience than one without. That's just like how the Twitter algorithm works. Also, this is a good one, and I, I want to talk about this a little bit more. She says... Don't preface every single post with saying how incredibly happy or fortunate you are and how hard you've worked. It cushions it with an unnecessarily smug pomp and ceremony. If you phrase the post with like grace and humility, people will know you've worked hard and are grateful. You don't need to spell it out in every single self-promoting post. And like sentiment- sentimentality or a moment to reflect when an- announcing really big career things are fine, but no one needs 350 words on what a journey you've been on in life just to flog an article about face masks. <laughs> and I really agree if I get like a new job or I get like a new commission on something or I get I just never put it up because I'm like well why would I well why yes it's tricky isn't it because I definitely follow a lot of people who do that who mm. and or when they're having a bad time when they're having a good time and there's an 850 word article in their Facebook thing that I often read the top and then skim to the bottom yes. and often they're quite good writers and so I'm content to read it but I am like what is this for like yeah. who are you who are you writing this for who's this for is that for you in which case don't send it like yes. write it yourself yeah, yeah 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 write that express those feelings that you needed to get out you don't need to, everyone to see it mm-hmm. but it to be like validated and I think there's something like very bleak in that like validation search so I think often the things they have to say are interesting or personal or whatever but it's like we didn't all need to See yes, it. it's the fine spicy knife line. It's the fine spicy knife line. Between... Whereas sometimes you want to hear about some how some something has gone or somebody's journey yeah. into something, and so it is this like impossible thing that everything is it's, it's all relative and it's all personal and it's all specific. And I think that probably the indicator for you is like, have I ever done one in the past? No. In which case, go ahead and celebrate your new job. Of course. Go yeah. ahead and tell people if And I guess it, also why you're doing that. So like if it's uh using milestones that Dolly would use or um a couple of my other friends who are very good and consistent at self promotion, mm-hmm. unlike me who like sweats about an hour before doing a Facebook event. Things like got a new job that you've been really excited about yeah. for ages 
or you've got like a new project that you've worked on and you care about and now pushing that out and promoting that will really help the project whatever that is so they're doing that because they need to they need to promote that thing and if you're doing something because you you do need to promote it it will make that better that's fine if you're doing it for like validation desperate reassurance or just like an empty like well i put it i I put everything up then i just don't know if it's necessary i have friends that put literally every single thing that they do mm-hmm. and not just like I'm, I'm not saying like oh i had some bread i mean like it's a really i think it is a relative thing because somebody's huge a, a huge milestone for one person mm. might be an absolutely everyday occurrence for somebody else that's really true yeah. and so therefore somebody who every day does quite exciting stuff and gets to do things if we saw that like there is a, a hashtag actors life or like hashtag set, set life, life as an instagram thing is unbearable because an actor putting that up like that picture better be really funny or really fantastic or something because otherwise it just feels like an excuse to tell people that you're on a set you're working yeah. like you know if and it, if anyone listening doesn't kind of have, have an experience in the kind of acting world you know it actors have a hard time because you, it's often you're in between jobs and when you get a yeah. job you kind of feel like oh god thank god but like a lot of actors will use this like hashtag actors life, hashtag set life for literally everything yeah. they're doing. And that's sometimes very mundane or just like a big selfie of themselves. Yeah. And you're like, okay. and you're like gosh, <laughs> gosh. <laughs> or and equally like people with partners or whatever. Like it is this horribly thin edge knife between appreciation and bragging that's like you that's know like what it is. hashtag yeah. blessed like here we oh my god he took me to Paris again like or whatever you're like oh and then like, he comments underneath being like yeah I love taking you to Paris babe and yeah you're like, and you're like you're next to each other in Paris yeah like, you're together like show that appreciation to each other physically if yes. you by all means like you know show that if you want the world to see that thing, but if you have to show them every day, I think maybe question, be like, why do I need to show them? Because that's the self-promotion. That's a type of self-promotion. You are promoting your life. Mm. Like you're promoting your own, yourself as being like really happy. And that's really nice. It's personal to the person. So personally, I find it very difficult to self-promote because I just, I'm not comfortable with it. Um, whereas people that find it very easy to self-promote or enjoy doing that, that sort of thing, I'm not, I'm not hating. I'm just being like, yes, I think there's just so much in this conversation because at one end there's this having to break down all these barriers that we have about like bragging and mm. about jealousy and about like what it is to be a receiver of those things, how you perceive somebody who's put something up and how rarely you genuinely feel nothing but pride and positivity for your friend put saying announcing something positive yeah you know i you will get a twinge of like oh yeah there's so rare and so therefore that's on you to be like hey what do i need to work on in myself that i can feel totally positive yeah yeah, yeah. like i absolutely love when and i increasingly the more i like feel stable and grounded and like good in what i'm doing and and not so much that things are going well but i'm sort of like feel i'm on the path on a path that yeah that feels right yeah, it's like, course. oh, cool, you got, cool, cool, everyone's doing good stuff. Cool, cool, cool. And so I think um, so much is like working out like why you feel, why do you feel jealous? Why do you feel that that person is yes, obnoxious? Why, why is do you feel the that self-promotion is bragging? annoying you? Of yeah, why asked, is it self-promotion? Exactly. Because why? actually we, on the other side, we have to realise that, like you were saying right at the beginning, women are really bad, like myself, at self-promotion, about being proud of something that I've done, about being like, no, that was a good thing and I would like to share that with people. Um and we need we need to be okay with doing that because it's a lovely thing to be proud of something and want to 
to actually own something yes. a little bit rather than always be like, well, uh, yeah, but it was crap. Like you yeah, have yeah, to yeah. be, and so you know, the, there's I've got friends who yeah probably do over self promote, but when I talk to them about it, they're like, yeah, because. I'm I'm not going to sit under this. Like yeah. I'm going to live my life and promote and that that that's what I'm doing. I'm mm-hmm. proud of my of my work mm-hmm, and what I do. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think that's very very a strong stance to take. Um that was incredibly difficult, but I feel like we got there. Certainly. I felt like at every point I was maybe offending 50,000 people, but hopefully there's no part of me that's like, oh, self-promotion, you're an, you're an idiot. No. It's just like, it's just like, I think it is very, very subjective. Like what people respond to and what makes people go, oh, shut up. Yeah, but- I sincerely hope if you're listening and you are somebody who puts up a lot of pictures of your lovely boyfriend or your lovely job or your lovely whatever that you don't feel in any way oh, yeah, that keep- you shouldn't. Like, please. <laughs> Balls do you. Like, yeah. you do you. do you. But I think it's just like part of a bigger conversation about like how people feel how, how, about the whole thing. Yeah, yeah. What social media is making us feel. Which um, is insane. It makes us feel insane. It makes us feel fully insane. I, I do think we're all turning, um, kind of almost leading on from that, is that self-promotion is only kind of irritating when it's the only thing someone does. So I think mixing it up with different types of content. Ooh. Um, in the simplest form possible. Um, example, I've been doing some comedy gigs um, and I realised that my Facebook was literally just like, come to this gig, come to this gig. I was like, no. I just have to start thinking about like just putting up a stupid link or a funny picture mm-hmm. or something that may- means that people aren't just seeing me asking for things all the yes. time and, and showing off. Yes. So I think on Twitter, on Facebook, using like humour making like, and that is something that Dolly sort of says as well like use humor make the copy interesting and colorful and mix it up with lots of other stuff um because you need to it can't just be endless plugs you have because it, no one will listen to it or be interested in it if you, you're not providing anything why would someone else um want to give you something i.e. come and see your thing like her thing that you've done you know mm-hmm. like absolutely i think if you are starting a business or a thing or you need people to you need the hits or the views or the likes or the sales or whatever it mm. is that you need or people to come to things or you want to push or promote or whatever i think you probably have to think of yourself as a like a, a, pretend that you are doing the brand work for you know yeah, as asda or something yeah. and if you sat there in the meeting with asda and they were like okay we just say like quarterly sales are up this is so one tweet is quarterly sales are up the next tweet is going to say like we had a hundred thousand customers yesterday you'd be, like, you'd be like guys 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 no. i mean well done that's fantastic Lovely. but no Put one, a meme in there throw a meme in asda a meme no in. one gives a shit like nobody if you th- completely separate your yourself from the thing and then you don't I mean maybe you work for Asda but like you don't really care like it makes no difference to you in which case you're like nobody cares about that thing you can see it so clearly whereas when you're in it you're like well people I want people to know about the quarterly sales like we work so hard it's like amazing for you you have to make them care about you as a person yes exactly and be like oh um Tessa does some excellent tweeting so then like I'll go and have a look and see the tweets that Tessa's done. Or like, oh, so uh, that was really funny. And then the next time when Tessa tweets about my gig, they'll be like, oh, that's really funny. Yeah, I'll have a look at that. Yeah. Rather than being like, gig, 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 show, 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 come yeah, and do yeah. this, come and do this. What about? It just doesn't work. Similarly, as Dolly says about the, I'm so blessed, oh, this is so great, like a real, I think there is so much room for that in social media. And there's so much room for that in self-promotion. It's not the only thing that you should be doing. You need to maybe like, 
have different approaches. Yes, I think you, you can't, can't be blessed you about everything. You're, you can't. <laughs> yeah, and also on any form of social media, the stuff that does really well is the like awful, relatable, funny yes. stuff. Like that is what people want. Like, yeah, that's what we're all here for. That's what we're all in it for. That's what yeah. we're all in it for, big time. I think the thing is that your whatever your platform is, your Twitter or your Instagram or if your or your Facebook, if it's something that you're trying to sell, then that is becomes your shop window. And the shop window just has to be full of things that people want to look at. The other side of it, which uh, I've been told by my family actually to to not do, is um so I have a tendency to like, if I'm embarrassed about something, to be like, oh, you know, come to this. It's just, oh, it's probably a piece of shit, isn't it? We're all living our lives. Don't come if you don't want to. Bye. You can't really do that. Because why would anyone um, be interested in a project, uh, endorse a project or whatever you're, you're trying to get people to do, just to take you seriously? If you can't even take yourself seriously, you have to be able to take what you're doing seriously. Yes, absolutely. It's funny and self-deprecating. And then there's like... Just it will just harm your project. <laughs> yes, you just have to be unfortunately one hundred percent committed to the thing that you're doing, mm, even yeah. though however painful and awful and horrible that is and feels, and how much easier. Of course, it's easier to sit with one foot out the door, being like, "Oh, that's probably shit." Yeah, whatever. Who cares about the whoever, Who cares? Then. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, I, it was shit. I knew it would be. I didn't even try. Yeah, is he not? Didn't do the homework anyway. Like you've got to do the homework. You've got to put yourself out there, and it's so so scary. And it really is awful to say hello this is my thing uh, when i've worked on social media uh, projects for companies yeah one of the major things that we always do is like like get specific people to publicize the thing that you're trying to push yeah so uh me and tessa are in a sketch group massive dad when we've released sketches online or when we've like had something that we want to promote i've got like three really lovely friends who i'll message and be like You've got so many followers. Would you mind just doing like one tweet about mm-hmm. this, and I'll, you know, I'll buy you a bottle of wine. <laughs> um, and they never accept the wine, but I, it is nice because then we go for a drink or something, and it's just nice to reconnect. You know what I mean? But also, when they do it, it's really helpful. So there may be people that you know in the industry that you're promoting, whether that's like. I don't know, like, yeah, like a new project that you're doing or a new short film that you've made or whatever, that you can f- seek out people, message them, be like, do you mind doing a tweet? And, and people are kind of really up for doing that. And that kind of does help. Not so much if you're just promoting your own boyfriend because no one wants to tweet <laughs> about that. But if it is like a specific thing that you're doing, then that yeah. works. Just like tweet Zoella. <laughs> be like... <laughs> See how it goes. Please, can you tweet this? But yeah. Um, so I'm going to move things to a slightly more personal. I'm really into that, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. So I think because we've been talking a lot about online and pushing people to your business and links and getting people to come and, and possibly you're listening and being like, oh, I haven't got a business. I, could, no. I just can't, I can't even get through the day. So I, so possibly, you know, this sort of business chat is not relevant to you, but I think wherever you are and whatever you're doing, there is an element of self-promotion that is inherent in getting by yeah. uh, whatever it is that you want to do in whatever field you, you, that you have to be able to sell yourself yeah, yeah yeah and i think it's a it's a huge huge uh hurdle to get over especially because you've been through possibly 18 years of the education system um possibly went on to further education possibly went to university and then suddenly you're out in the big wide world and instead of just being like here are my grades or here are my Here's the, I showed up to the test like you asked me to. I did this. My teacher can tell 
the people who are good at a particular thing. Yeah. Your teacher knows you, your friends know you. Suddenly you're in this world in which no one's ever met you and there's no reason for them to trust or believe or know that you can do something and you have to tell them you can do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so possibly the first time you went through this was writing a UCAS form, which was like gut-wrenching. because oh, suddenly personal you, statement. Your personal statement. Oh. Suddenly you were writing all this stuff about who you were and what you wanted and why you were any good and why the university should accept you. And possibly that is genuinely the first time anyone had to ever tell another person why they were any good and now suddenly you're having to to prove that to other people and it's a it's a really really hard thing to have to do because we are inherently not taught to brag or to boast or to say hello here I am and so inherently we we go crouch down and we say like no oh no don't pick me I'm not here no oh gosh no I'm I probably won't be any good and it's it's it walks absolutely hand in hand with this like imposter syndrome where you think like oh no I'm probably you know it is so hard to really stand on your two feet and be like, yes, I'm the best person for this job. Yeah. And to truly believe that and then to say, look someone in the eye and say it. It's just blagging, isn't it? Because I think yeah. I ever thought I was the best person no, for any I, job. I, I, I'm but... always like, let's be honest, there's much better people. Yeah. <laughs> you, the first thing is to try and find your, I've written UPS, but I mean USP. <laughs> Find where sure. your UPS tracking system is gone. Um, no, find your USP and be like, what is it that I actually have to bring? And even if you're like, I'm not good at, and I'm not good at nothing, which is definitely 100% percent a place I have been where I was like, I can't do a single thing. Then you just have to be like, yes, but where was I born? Where have I lived? What school did I go to? What experiences do I have that nobody else has? Like, what yeah. am I interested in? What are the things I do? What like, well, even if it's like, what books do I like? What shows do I like? Yeah. What is it that or I what have? What lesson did I find marginally easier yeah. than the others? Yeah. Exactly. Like, what are these little tiny things that I have that nobody else has? Because you just ask friends as well. Yeah. Ask friends and family. That's helpful. If genuinely, I've got friends who were in similar situations who asked their parents, "What What do you feel like I'm good at?" Because yeah. I don't know. Yeah. And then people just, if someone comes to you with that, they definitely want to help. Like, of course, you want to help with that. Yeah, of course, of course, of course, of course. Like, go and ask, or you know, go and to ask people. And again, it's that instinct to be like, "Oh no, I don't need any help. No, get, get away. Yeah. I'm doing this by myself." It's like you just have to suck that up and be like, "Hello, older, wiser people. I'd like some help now. Tell me who I am, mm. please, Grandmother Willow." We all wish we had a grandmother willow. So much. But guess what? You do. It's in yourself. And it also it's your parents and older people. And trees. And just ask the trees, guys. Ask so trees. tip number one, get out there, find Wait a tree. Wait until grandmother willow pops out of the tree. And go and find her. She'll tell you. Mm-hmm. Um, I found it, I saw a nice uh, thing on Instagram. It said, it's actually from Simone Biles, who I love. Go and follow her. She's the Olympic American gymnast. Oh, she yes. is incredible. Go and watch her floor team from the, what was the last Olympics we just had? Rio. Thank you. Yes, she's amazing. But she, I believe, was like born into foster care, was in like the foster system for a long time, was mm. like eventually adopted. And when she was quite young, she was like six, was like pushed into gymnastics as sort of like, I don't know, do that. And is unbelievably talented and also like a huge like women and feminism and and, and, like supports other people and and gives so much back and is a part of a volunteering program and teaches kids in schools she's incredible and she it's not her quote but she wrote on something you miss 100% of the shots you fail to take yeah yeah yeah. and it's such a great (laughs) <laughs> wasn't by Simone. It's probably no, by Mark Twain. Yeah, I was gonna say it's quite an old. <laughs> it's quote. Certainly, it's but old. It's but I just say I do. I do. It's not, she said it, and I love her. Yeah. Um, and Mark Twain doesn't listen. So there's a, a comedy festival that I really want to go to this year. Mm. And I emailed the guy who runs it and he didn't reply. And then I was like, my instinct is to be like, okay, well, yeah. So then my instinct is to be like, 
well, well, death for me then. Yes. Like, I'll never speak of it again. Yeah. And then I've had to really force myself to email him again and mm. to sorry, ask. Sorry, I didn't hear back yeah, from you. Yeah, sorry, I didn't hear back from you. And just be like really professional without being like, ah, so embarrassing, I know, to email again, but here I am. Yeah. Like just to send another professional email or to ask people who are closer to him or have and be like, hello, would you mind asking on my behalf for this thing? Yeah. And to be like, here's the thing I want and these are the steps I have to go through to get to it. Yes. And decide like, do I want it? Which is worse, the not going or the pain of really pushing yourself to go yeah and similar with self-promotion and things like that the pain of actually like self-promoting yourself is gross but do you want the thing to happen or yeah do you, not do you want, want the, the job like do you want these things yeah. do you or and look at people who are doing it um in a way that you really like and just copy their model because yes, it's not like absolutely. anyone's going to notice because we're all doing the same thing yeah but that that's like something that i've definitely helped like helped me being like, oh, she, d- I like what what they do. Yeah, that and person then, was cool and dealt with that really well. Or if you ever get an email, or, for, or you're like, oh, that was really well worded and like, got, yeah, well worded. Yeah, well oh, done, her. Well worded bit of self promo. Mm-hmm. Also, I think the more you sort of like give out genuinely, the more people are likely to respond well to you promoting yourself. So like, if you're really supportive of everyone around you, people will yes. be supportive of you. Yes, absolutely. If you never have done anything, liked anything, gone along to a friend's thing, then why would they yes, absolutely. help you? And right at the start of things, you know, whether it's a personal thing or a business thing or anything, you need your friends or you need the people who are around you to help you out. If you are self-ready, it's not just about yourself. You have yeah, to also help. absolutely. As Buddha says, when you light a lamp for others, you too are in the light. You are on fire. You too are on fire. (laughs) Now two people are on fire. (laughs) Thank you, Buddha. Thank Thank you. you. Yeah, I think that's a really lovely point to be like, go to your friends' things, retweet them. Or Mm. even if you don't know those people, if you know somebody has... Is, makes art or makes something or yeah. you, you don't even know that person but you're like this is cool be like here's a thing I, I like that's cool let yeah. me tell people about yeah, it yeah a lot of people are like trying to get into specific industries I think it's really helpful to genuinely like engage in that industry before you start being like I can do this and I can do that and, like, like on Twitter like looking at the stuff that people are doing on Twitter and yeah retweeting it on you, like your Instagram posting things that are relevant to the thing that you're trying to get into is a nicer way of being like I'm good at that because you don't necessarily need to say that you're good at that basically i'm going off the whole thing of like when you arrive in like the real world you're like but i wanted to be a insert anything i no one knows i'm any good at it yeah people might not be able to know immediately if you're very good at it but they will certainly be able to tell from looking at your social media stuff if you're interested in it and if you're enthusiastic yeah and then they'll presume that you're probably good at it because you look you're so engaged in it like yes and that's nicer than just constantly engaged as your first step on your way to becoming a chemical engineer you know? Absolutely, you don't even need any training. No, you don't. Just pop on. We'll all do it in a week. Chemical engineering. Retweet chemicalengineering.com and we're away. Mm, but like, doctors. yeah, go if that is your thing. Like, see literally what the steps are to becoming a chemical engineer. Like, who do you and who do you have to know? What internships do you have to do? What programs do you need to be on? Like, who? Let's read the books. Let's. But be you're part not. Of something. Yeah, you're not going to get let into a really great university that does a chemical engineering degree if you've shown absolutely no interest in any of the elements. No, exactly. What, so yeah, you and do. equally uh, recognize that in yourself if you don't haven't read these books on chemical engineering or you have no how things work you 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 don't care about and you just love poetry (laughs) then acknowledge that acknowledge that to be like if you're like oh god i gotta read this book you if you are genuine and you genuinely want that to be in that world chances are you are reading and enjoying and experiencing it already yeah just And, and you don't have to like 
tell people that you are. You just have to um, like be like, my name is Chris and I love this. And that rhymes. You just have to <laughs> show that that's what you're engaged in, which is so much nicer than having to basically write a personal statement on Facebook thing. Like, uh, just if anyone's interested, I really like chemical engineering. It's like, no, we already know because you're, po- like, you're posting... Yeah, we already articles. know because yeah. you don't ever have... To, isn't that thing that they always crossed out when you said like, I have a great passion for uh, whatever your subject Anything. was. And they always like, don't tell us that you're passionate. Show us that you're passionate. Show us all of the things. Show us the things that you... That mystified me when I, when I was younger. And then I realised it was because I didn't want to do an English literature degree. Yeah, that is... <laughs> I wanted to do creative writing, and I, but then I was like, that won't lead to a career. So English literature, apparently, I thought did. Trying to convince people that I liked it was just a pain in the ass yeah. because I didn't. And equally, like, my CV when I first started working it was just like a barrel of lies I remember hiding it from my dad and he found it and I was furious and he was like what is this why have you said all these things that you can do and I was like shut up you don't know nothing and he was like I've been in the working world for 30 years you idiot and he was like why are you making up all this stuff that you haven't done and I was like because that's what people want you to say and he was like why don't you tell them all the things that you genuinely do 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 and you are interested in and that you have done at school like why don't you tell them about that thing that stupid thing that you did at university and I was like because no no employer is going to care about that and he's like they will in the world that that is in like stop pretending that you're a zebra when you are a flamingo of course, of great, great example, yeah. Thank you so much. Yeah, Fleming. Um, a- other thing as well that I thought is that sometimes if you and if you find that you're kind of promoting yourself on Facebook all the time, and you're like, oh god, I, I my whole Facebook, like, look at getting across all of it. So, like, for example, um, you know, you you may be like, Instagram is so lame, but Instagram stories are gone within 24 hours. And that's sometimes when I'm like, I can't post another Instagram about the podcast, for example, because, you know, I haven't posted for ages and literally it's just going to be loads of pictures of Tessa. Then what I'll do is <laughs> I'll do it on Instagram stories. Um, I'll do like a, a like a run of little like silly things on there. Or I'll be like, okay, actually, no, this is like, I'm just going to do like a tweet. And I'll do like, a, and to try and like mix it up like that. And if you're like, oh, but I don't want to be on Instagram. It's like, just get on it. Get on all of them. So then you've got, you've just got more scope to do the same thing, basically. Like you wouldn't be, you won't be repeating yourself all the time by definition. Because Facebook's just like an onslaught of Facebook status isn't going to inspire anyone. Like, and yes. also you can show that you're interested in things in different ways like you can show a chemical engineer for example can show that they're interested in chemical engineering on instagram by the photos of things that they're doing at their in their i don't know apprenticeships and the things way yeah, more. show us how things work like show us the stuff like yeah. i'm i'm here i'm ready I don't to know why we've really lent into the chemical engineering because chemical engineering to me is a what my dad does and b is as far away from a job as i can comprehend sure yeah yeah, yeah I i'm see. trying because i think our world and our sphere is so much in the like creative of arts course. so therefore i try and be like what is <laughs> what's the over least there other th- yeah no it's true conversely to that i'm hopeless on most platforms sure and must get better yes I vow to do one today oh my god do please do you'll feel gross i think you feel gross whenever you start a new sort of like social media thing. It's just because the, the whole point is like, what's this for? Like, I'm constantly being like, why am I doing this? It's like, it's so egotistical. And I, it's so like, and I struggle with it a little bit. Actually, it's not. It's That's the way that the world is going. If you want to promote yourself, you need to be on the self-promotional platform. Yes. <laughs> Otherwise, you can't write letters to everybody being like, 
by the way, I'm doing like you just can't. That's the first thing people will do when they hear your name for a job interview when, or like for anything. They'll be like, oh, okay, let's check out her Twitter. Let's check out just to see what she's like. What's their vibes? Um, and so you you want to be having like good vibes. Get your good vibes up, mate. Just get good vibes. I have two tiny things. Oh, no, thrice, but they're so quick. One, try and separate yourself from you, lowercase, to you, all capitals. Like, here's you who just goes home and has a bath and is living their life and doesn't really like to brag and Mm. is a nice, humble, nice, calm person. And here is you, the product and the brand. Here's the thing. It's the equivalent of Beyonce and... No, Sasha Fierce. And Beyonce, yeah, so I'm saying Beyonce is the like, just oh, no, sorry, I said no because I, I, qu- I questioned whether it was Sasha, Sasha Oh, right, Fierce. yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Beyonce is just, Beyonce is her just at home. Plain old Beyonce. Plain old Beyonce, nothing going on I here. At home making bagels. And then Sasha Fierce is what she's selling and her brand. And when she's on stage, that's who's in control and oh who's confident yeah. and who's there. And Sasha Fierce can't live 24-7. She'd collapse. No. And, nor, and Beyonce can't go on the stage because she just wants to be, she's scared and has stage fright. But mm. this woman, like, and so that's what you have to imagine yourself like. This is, and you, therefore, it's a way of separating that. Like, but I don't want to be a braggy person. I don't want to yeah. be ball busting. I don't want to be confident. I don't want to be confident. I think mean, you. Firstly, you should want to be. But confident. you should. Um, and the lo- oh no, the number two uh, is that Colonel Sanders, the kit man you from bring KFC. Him up I so love much. him. Have I brought him up on this podcast before? Yes, but credit to you. Quite a while ago. Okay, I brought him up before, but I'm going to tell him about him again that he, when they, he had a little chicken shop on the side of the road and then they diverted the highway so no one ever came past him anymore. And so he got a, put his chicken in a wheelbarrow <laughs> and his recipe and he went on the road for three years trying to sell it to people. For oh three God. years, just going like to restaurant, to restaurant, to restaurant, trying to get people to buy his recipe um, until finally he, he found somewhere. Have uh, you mentioned that he's KFC? Did we say Oh, that? sorry, it's Colonel Sanders from KFC. <laughs> It's Otherwise, it's just a story about an old man that oh, wants you to know, sell chicken. Colonel Sanders. <laughs> but Colonel Sanders is the man from KFC. And, uh, and then eventually he goes... the man who owns K- like literally KFC. KFC right? The man on the pitch. Again, he doesn't just work in KFC. No. <laughs> he's literally KFC. I think somewhere in the middle there he shot a man. But let's move on past that Yeah, bit. I've heard he's not a great guy. Not a good guy. But with, with a, chicken, but flawless. Great. And he just, he stuck to his guns and he said like, he believed in what he was selling. Mm. Because I have been turned down and rejected for things in which I was like, well, I didn't want to... Immediately, I would have given up. Immediately. Yes. Yes. And so this guy was turned down from door to door constantly and believed wholeheartedly in his chicken. Imagine that, like, open the door like an old man being like, would you like to try some of my delicious chicken? And being like, no! Yeah, like, imagine yes, those people. Try. Of course I'd love to try your chicken. Yes. Um, and also for the last 20 years of his life, he was never seen in public without his uh, string tie, beard and hat because he was the face of the brand. You have you have said that before. Yeah, yeah. so yeah. what I'm saying is commit to your brand, be Colonel Sanders. And the very last thing is that if you do have a business or something that you're proud of or you've started a company or you are selling something on Etsy or anything at all, send it to us and we'll do it for you. So we're going to do some shout-outs. Yeah, we're going to do some shout-outs. Actually, I have a shout-out. Oh, yes, It's please. not really a self-promotion thing. She just... Um she just got in touch to say she loves the podcast. So hello, Serena. Um, oh, we hello, had, Serena. We had a lovely chat on Instagram um, DM. I think it, no, it's not called DM. That's Twitter. Instagram PM. The Prime Minister. Oh, private yes. messages. Private messages. Um, and so hello, Serena. Um, hello, Serena. Thank you so much. And we love that you love it. Thanks for hanging out with us. Yeah. And I've just done my first Instagram story. So so there. She did it of me, and oh, it's not good. <laughs> no, it's not good. But it's out there now. I think you'll. I think once you. Start you really The ball has it. begun rolling and I can only improve. The self-promo bandwagon. We're just going to be hearing about Tessa for the next year non-stop. You'll hate that we did this because yeah. there'll be just too much. I know. Right. 
get out there, sell yourselves, just don't go be, and do don't it. Don't be ashamed of it. No, it's a don't cool put yourself do. down. Just really practice not ever doing anything self-deprecating. I'll say, oh, I can't do it. Be like, yes, you can. Yes, across. And if you don't have like Twitter, you don't have, get it and just just push through that first like, push what through. Is I pushed through it. I've just made an Instagram story. Yeah, it's awful, but it'll get better. <laughs> <laughs> don't let your confidence be knocked when Steve says it's awful. No, just see? crack on. Look, it's happening in action. The assertiveness one has really worked. Thank you um, so much. <laughs> I feel very powerful. Too have, powerful. Have a lovely week, which yeah. I'm sure we'll hear about it because you'll be promoting it. Yeah, we believe in you. Okay, bye. bye. 